more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude. Party, 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 fun, 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 party, 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 fun! It's time for the happy hour here at MutinyRadio.fm. Today in the fills, we're listening to DJ Cheese. If you don't know who that is, he's the guy across from Brainwash who's not allowed on the other side of the street from Brainwash, but he makes cool beats. Listen! Oh, it's gonna drop. Oh, when? I don't know. DJ Cheese. Look him up on the internets and the whatnots. It's time for the happy hour here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, here to bring you a bunch of comics. They're gonna be funny as fuck. I know it. I feel it. Can you feel it? You feel it right now. Feel, feel the happy. Yeah, I know. It feels like that. Uh, Your first comedian, she's a hilarious individual. She's also very, very productive. She has a new show coming out. Not only does she have a real job, now she's producing shows at the Purple Onion at Kells. Come see the uh, show on the 26th of this month, October 26th, at Kells at the Purple Onion. It's underground. I believe it's a $10 show. You guys should show up and you should clap wildly and laugh your ass off for Jenny Hogan! also on that show. It's going to be great. You guys should come. It is a really weird poster. It's an old white guy. Whatever. Um, I uh, I still kind of worry. Every time I... I don't like to have sex with someone like for the first time. Uh, I always hate the first time. It's like kind of like if you... If you're like a kid and you like don't yet realize like your family's really weird until you like go to school and you tell other people and then they're like, oh no, our car doesn't get treated like a sauna in the summer. Like no one locked us in the back of the car. So I feel like the first time I'm always worried that something I do is going to be like really weird. I'm going to like think it's normal. Um, I also like, I don't know. I think I, uh, I still feel very like sexually inexperienced. Like I've had sex with like eight people, but I feel like the next guy could like think I'm a virgin. Like I always worry that that's going to happen and that, um, or that he's going to be like, no, no, you've like been doing it totally wrong the whole time. Like, actually, you've only had anal sex. Like, your <laughs> vagina is totally untouched. <laughs> um, uh, and I think the reason I think I have been failing at it is that I haven't had an orgasm, like, during sex. But I still, I'm, like, a systems thinker. And I think I, like, I can't really imagine, like, an angle that it would happen at that, like, would actually cause me to have an orgasm, like, based on what I know about, like, experiences I've had with orgasms like there's just no way that like the penis could be in and it would like it just wouldn't I don't know unless like the only thing I can really think might work is if like the guy's head went like through my torso somehow Uh, so I have this theory that my clitoris might just be like really high up relative to where it's supposed to be and that's kind of like what's causing the issue but I'm like way too I never like watch porn or anything and I'm like way too nervous to like google anything in case it'll be saved so I just end up like texting like 14 girls I know being like can you estimate like in inches the distance between like from like the center of your clitoris to like the top rim of your vagina um <laughs> stuff is new. <laughs> I mostly, uh, yeah, I use my vibrator a lot, but I'm trying to stay ready for like being in a relationship again. So I like make myself like masturbate even if I don't really want to. And I've like been single for a while, so I just kind of. Oh wait, what was I after that? I'm gonna move on to a different joke. I um, 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've never really considered gender reassignment surgery, but I woke up this morning with like an extreme sense of entitlement, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'm in the wrong, <laughs> in the wrong one. Um, I, uh, I was on the street the other day, and I was alone at night, and I saw a guy walking towards me, and he, um, and I was like kind of scared because I was alone, just like sort of tensed up, you know? And then as we got closer, I like realized that he was white, and I was like really proud of myself, <laughs> you know, for like also being scared of a white guy. Like, so like that was like a big step forward um, for me. It's like great just to, f I don't know, like 2016, like men of all races can scare women. Like that's, it's beautiful, <laughs> it's beautiful, um, you know. Thanks, Pam. Loud applause. I, um, I don't know. Um, okay, I'll do a quick one. I, so on, um, uh, you guys know what the refractory period is? This is this sets like gross. This is like <laughs> You know what the do you guys not anyone not know what the refractory period is? It's uh, right after you have sex, guys have to wait like twenty minutes before they can have sex again. And if you don't know what it is, Matthew, is that your name? No one's ever wanted to have sex with you twice in a row. I'm sorry. <laughs> um I I think it's great. There, people are trying to eliminate it. I think it's great. It's like a great opportunity to like have a snack or something. Watch a YouTube video. Um I also experienced the refractory period of my own. Like after I pee, I have to wait like 20 minutes <laughs> till I can pee again. Uh, I'm Ginny. <laughs> Ginny Elgin! Yay! Uh, go on Facebook and like her new page, The Real Humans of San Francisco Comedy. Real Humans of San Francisco Comedy, uh, put together by Ginny Hogan. She's mover shaker here in the comedy community. Uh, is is our curly-haired friend with us tonight? There she is! Yes! I just, I didn't see you. There's these big, beautiful flowers in the way. Uh, before on Common Thread Collective, which you guys should listen to, three to six, it's been going on for over nine years here at the station. It's a really great uh, open mic, and it's super amazing. And uh, every week... Her boyfriend, uh, poet James Ellis, tries to teach other men how to be a good boyfriend <laughs> by giving her a miraculous bouquet every week, sometimes with the really smelly flowers, sometimes just with roses, every time different, every time beautiful, teaching men how to be a good boyfriend one Friday at a time. Uh, please listen to uh, uh, Common Thread Collective and like them on Facebook. Your next comedian, I don't know what she teaches her boyfriends, but I bet it's a lot. Put your hands together for Allison Hooker! <laughs> It is a lot, Pam, because he's so much younger than me. <laughs> it's the first time in my life I've dated someone younger than me, and he's a lot younger. Actually, um, just the other night we went out for a drink. I ordered a whiskey on the rocks. He ordered a juice box. <laughs> no, practically. He ordered a raspberry beer. <laughs> he loves those. He loves them. They sell them at Trader Joe's if you guys haven't tried them. Oh my gosh, if I ever want to bring home a treat for my boyfriend, it's a raspberry beer. Dead serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pop it like a wine bottle, so <laughs> he enjoys that part too. He's popping it out for him. So yeah, we go and he orders his raspberry juice box, and um, then someone else brought it to the table, and I was totally like, oh, this is going to be so awkward. You know, she's totally going to mix the drinks up. She didn't. <laughs> She just handed me my whiskey, like carded my boyfriend. I know, he's young. She handed him a cold sippy cup and a menu with crayons. 
I know, he like knocked it over, fell to his booster chair. He's young. He's young. He's young. Um, I know that I'm number two, but I wasn't ready. <laughs> I don't know what else I'm going to talk about tonight. I guess I'll just go with Pam's favorite. Um, like she said, my name's Allison Hooker. Um, Hooker, which is spelled just like the profession. And that's always been a fun conversation starter, you know? I guess especially my very first day of junior high when I had like frizzy bangs and crooked teeth. Only my nipples had come in. And I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. So it just said, a hooker. <laughs> Across my chest and down the leg of my pants. Yeah, they tease me. They tease me. And the, and the fucked up part was is that I had this bitch of a gym teacher who wouldn't let me change it. Like I saved up all my allowance money. She was like, no, nope, first name, first initial, last name. That was it. That's all I could do. <laughs> what the fuck? That was prepubescent. I don't know. I don't really know who I'm kidding, though. I'm still kind of prepubescent. Um, I have a bit of a little girl's body. I don't know. Is, I, you guys, I was trying to like smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. <laughs> He broke his nose on my chest bone. <laughs> yeah, I know. She gasped. It was bad. It was awkward too, explaining what happened to the little to the little guy. <laughs> he's young, but he's got a he's got a big nose. He's got a big nose because he's Syrian. Um, he actually learned how to write in Arabic first, so we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder. I'm sorry. I love your crown, Pam. It's adorable. I, I actually don't, I, I just fucking lied to you guys. I tell you the truth the rest of the time. But I lied to you because I don't know how to online date. I don't know how people do it. Like, how do you get yourself across online, you know? Like, how do I express my smell? <laughs> or my perfect, like, height to foot size ratio, you know? I feel like I look a lot better in motion. How do I get all of that across? The truth is we met at a bar, um, and people give me a lot of credit for that. Like my mom brags to all of her friends. <laughs> She's like, so my daughter, she met her boyfriend at a bar. <laughs> you know, because most people meet online. She like talks down to the condescending tone to the other mothers, you know, like, oh, oh, your daughter met her boyfriend online? Oh, that's nice too. <laughs> Like, why? It's better to have a drinking problem than an internet connection? Just, I don't know. It was a shitty bar, though. Anyways, thanks so much. Happy Friday, everybody. Allison Hooker! Hooray! Some people say, you know, uh, raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. Uh, everybody clap again for Allison Hooker. Yay! your next comedian she is an amazing human being not just because she's older than everybody <laughs> but uh, she's super funny and she has this awesome accent and i love it when she talks about nazis everybody put your hands together for heidi mueller uh, that's what i came here for talking about the nazis <laughs> this is a public uh, service announcement today i voted I wrote it, I took pictures, I posted it on Facebook. So, um, of course I voted. Now, <laughs> I watched the debate too, I had to go to the Holiday. Yeah, I had to go to the Holiday Inn, it was too painful. 
I was bowled over like this in pain. And I thought, if I was a moderator, I would have found the monitor that said, Trump, what the fucking nonsense are you talking about? <laughs> right? I guess I didn't. So but, uh, one of the women my age came by and said, because uh, she saw my suffering, and she said, uh, the adults are going to vote. So that has gotten me through. <laughs> now, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know one of the things that the Trump is asking for is like bringing the jobs back. If the people that made the T-shirts in the United States got your hourly wage, you would not need a closet. <laughs> okay, just. Uh, the other day, I'm a, I'm a realtor. The other day, somebody came. I don't know if you. I love this. I don't know if you're gonna get it. Um, the, this millennials came through and they looked at everything. And was, oh my god, exciting! And they saw the hall closet. And he said, "Wow, random storage." <laughs> Did you, I mean, it must be a real dead joke. But <laughs> I, I I will work on it because I just think it's too delicious. <laughs> so. The American way, okay, let me tell you. The Trump can say, all Mexicans are rapists. And he can say, all the Muslims are terrorists. But saying pussy, that's the line of demarcation. <laughs> that's what had to bring him down. Man, I was very worried there for a while. I mean, it's not done yet, you all gotta go vote, but jeez. <laughs> okay. Every and every every time some asshole whose name is Mohammed and you know there are a few uh, says something or does something, everybody says they have to all the Muslims have to uh, distance themselves from it. Okay, if some asshole named Joe says something about gay guys, uh, do all the straight guys have to distance themselves from it? You know, not a thing, and. Um, they do distance themselves from it. You know, in Germany, the four million Muslims were taken in. And the, the, in the debate, it was very interesting. We, we took 10,000 because we are so small. And they were debating, can we take 65? Can you imagine if we cannot vet 65,000 people? Anyway, that is just my rant, you know? And they're swimming away, and they're walking away. I mean, they're distancing themselves all day long. The Germans don't know, and the Europeans don't know. What else to do? Now, I'll finish up with this. Have you seen that billboard in the mission? When you die to meet God, you meet God? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God, this God, had to come to a storefront preacher in the mission to let me know that after I die, I meet God, something is not right here. <laughs> it's the same guy God that put uh, our oil under the Iraq soil, you know. Thank you very much. Heidi Mueller. We all know that Clear Channel and God are friends. Come on, we all know that Clear Channel puts out things for God. When will you meet God? When you pay enough money to pay for that big, beautiful billboard. I can't wait. We're actually going to start an underground campaign against Clear Channel because it turns out that Muni uses Clear Channel, and we're just going to make signs and put them on the Munis. <laughs> Fuck Clear Channel. 
They just, they don't, they're like, free speech is great if you pay for it. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, fuck Clear Channel. Uh, but Heidi Mueller, uh, everybody clap again. Yay! Yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to uh, interview Heidi Mueller on some Call Me Tim and find out what she thinks about God. Also, uh, do you hate millennials as much as I do? This next comedian is not a millennial, and you could never call him that because he might be in the age range, but he actually does tons of stuff. He puts together videos like every week, and now he runs a show once a month at the Lost Weekend with Joey Avery, and he's a super hilarious guy. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together for Ashton Tate. Oh, thank you guys so much. Um, A lot of my friends, they think college should be free. And uh, I was thinking about this because I remember when Obama made the first two years of community college free. I was like, that's cool, you know, but what about the remaining five? (laughs) It's like, I'm a senior and I just got this Che Guevara t-shirt. I need another year. Um, You guys ever have those like days where you don't realize you're having a bad day until you see someone else having like a really good day? You know, sometimes it's something minor, like you're sitting there by yourself and someone comes up and says, hey, can I borrow this seat? It's like, oh yeah, I guess no one is showing up. <laughs> like, I didn't, even, I didn't even realize that was a possibility until you just said that. But uh, I saw someone like have such a good day that it was like out of a movie. Cause uh, you know, I was sitting by myself and I see this guy and he, he, uh, he comes up. Keep in mind, this is all random people that he meets one after one after one within the span of 20 seconds. He meets one guy, he gets a check from that guy, and he gets to put it in his suit. It's pretty cool, right? That's not it. He keeps going, sees a girl. Presumably, I don't know if he's ever met her before. They kiss on the opposite side of the cheek. I mean, how many people get to do that? I'm not sure. He walks away. She turns to look at him like she knows he's got something. And then he, thirdly, he high-fives a guy and then keeps walking. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good sign of a day because I feel like I'm just trying to get in a point in my career where I could just, uh, if, if I could like high-five people and keep walking, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you know? Every time I high-five someone, they want to like, they want to know like what I'm up to, who am I, stuff like that. Like <laughs> questions like that, it'd be cool to get away with it. Um, but uh, do you guys ever notice that like the type of people who deny global warming are always sunburn? It's kind of <laughs> weird. Pretty weird. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's like a pretty bad social thing to like look at a woman and then go up and down the body. That's a bad thing. But I find that like I do it to guys too. Because if I see a guy who's really built up top, I'll be like, does that guy squat? <laughs> Maybe he should go to the gym more because his legs aren't matching what's up top. That's all I'm saying. Um, I... Uh, was talking and I realized that um, there's a there's yoga classes and in, in prisons you guys know that it's pretty cool there's yoga classes in prisons and it made me think like how is that gonna help someone out in the real world well I don't know I mean if you ever seen like a criminal who uh, I don't know if you're running from the cops what do you do to blend in you stretch that's a pretty good <laughs> you know maybe like one of these it's pretty good so I think yoga could help with that I'm not sure but uh, mm. schmoozing, Schmo- schmoozing is uh is a sign. Uh, it's a word. I don't know. I, okay, never mind. Um, I don't know much about schmoozing, but I think um, uh, 
sometimes I see something in a store and it looks like really cool and then I get home and I realize like it wasn't like it was in the store because uh, I think that's no more true than with camping because um, <laughs> I was at a sporting goods store. Is camping sport a sport? I don't know. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, it was like it, I got the camping gear home, the tent. It was nothing like it was in the display. There was no AC where I had to set it up. Like the fire was paper. You know, like the man wasn't making the fire. That seemed a bit odd. That doesn't, that's not what happens. It's always the guy. Okay. All right. That's my time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Ashton Tate asking the philosophical question, is camping a sport? Depends if you fish or not. I mean, I guess fishing is technically a sport. Hunting bears, perhaps. Not getting eaten by a bear. That could be a sport. I don't know. Uh, Archery killing bunnies and eating them that's a sport your next comedian he doesn't kill bunnies but i mean if you were being euphemistic and girls were bunnies in a bar he would shoot them dead every time uh with his dashing good looks and his vague asianness put your hands together for jesse warren Shit, that was the best intro I've ever had in my life, I think. That was really cool. The, uh, the yoga prog- program is called Yoga Behind Bars. Uh, one of my friends teaches, teaches it. Um, and I went to her wedding three weeks ago, and she was barefoot the entire time. So that's just the kind of people that do that. It was, uh, it was a really good wedding. So I'm half Asian, uh, and I'm pretty happy about it. But uh, uh, no, I'm half uh, I'm half I'm half Chinese, half normal. But I like I really like uh, white women, and yeah, they're they're cool. But the only time I experience racism, it's always from women I've already slept with. That's the only time I get racist comments. Like this one time, I slept with this blonde girl. Afterwards, she goes, "I can't believe I just hooked up with an Asian guy." It's a fucked up thing to say in my bed. So what I wanted to say was, I can't believe I hooked up with a total bitch, but I didn't say it because I can totally believe that I would do something like that. (laughs) It's kind of my type. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's cool. Um, Baby voices are weird. Every girl's got one. Every girl's got one. Heidi's got one. I know you have one, Heidi. I know you've got a baby voice. Baby voice is probably like a 30-year-old... or something. No? All right, that's a bad joke. All right, so how about baby voices? Who wants to do theirs? Louisa, you want to do yours? All right, well, anyway, so they're not all created equal. I think, uh, no, you totally have one. I know you have one. She have one? Uh, no, they're not all created equal. My ex had the best baby voice. She was Asian. She even had this really cute name for it. She called it her speaking voice. <laughs> it was adorable. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh... Yo, uh, so I want to, I think it'd be really cool to be a rapper. I think that'd definitely be my ideal profession, but I don't think I have what it takes, so I'm trying comedy instead. And there are a lot of similarities uh, between comedy and rap, but I think everything about rap is just way cooler. Like, um, the way rap, like, rappers can just be like, yo, I fucked this girl, what? Whereas uh, a comedian would just be like, hey, what's the deal with dating apps, everybody? What's the deal with those? Even... The way we hold the microphone, right? Like com- comedians, they hold it like they're blowing a short guy. But rappers, you know, they're like, 
they're like blowing a tall guy. <laughs> it's like they're, it's like holding it totally cooler. Uh, yeah, man, I really like to be a rapper. Comedians have to be self-deprecating too. You don't have to do that to be a rapper. You can't even do it if you're a rapper. It's not even allowed. You can't be like. Yo, I remember a time when I was dead broke and addicted to coke and that was this morning. <laughs> Can't do that, there's no market for it. Uh, my friends hacked my Facebook account one time and they, it's kind of weird that I say hacked. Uh, people say hacked when they just mean you left your Facebook logged in and somebody fucked with it. <laughs> but I just realized that that was a thing. Anyway, so they, they, lo they were on my Facebook and they changed my relationship status to in a relationship with Megan to it's complicated with butt stuff, <laughs> which is really annoying because I know exactly where I stand on butt stuff. I'm a huge fan of it. I don't want people getting the wrong idea. <laughs> cool, man. All right. Uh, do a lot of CrossFit. Do a lot of that. Do a lot of CrossFit. I, uh, they're trying to make it into a spectator sport. So, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Well, no, I think it's dumb as shit because the only thing worse than doing burpees is watching somebody else do burpees. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Doing burpees is way worse, man. I would way rather watch somebody do burpees. I think there's only one exercise that's cool to watch uh, in CrossFit. I think it's the snatch. You guys know what that one is? All right, I'm done. Thanks, guys. Of course, it used to be called the clean and jerk, but it turned into the snatch because jerks love snatch. Grab that snatch. I wish he would have said grab that snatch instead of grab that pussy. That would have been so much nicer. Snatch or slit. It's one of the really gross words, you know what I mean? Like... You can't say cunt because then everyone's like, oh, he just, he's just trying to get to his uh, London demographic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's got, a new, he's got a new apprentice coming out in London. So of course it's all about, this, about the cunt. You're all cunts. You're an ugly four. You're a cunt. Your next comedian is like the opposite of a cunt. She is the sweetest human being. And she's coming up on a show on November 4th. Uh, I hope that nobody grabs her pussy. Uh, she's such a sweet, young, darling gem and a hilarious lady. Put your hands together. It's a single show on the, on the... I can't believe she's single. It's like, what I'm saying is, I don't... I, you know, if you want to date her, don't grab her. Don't grab her pussy. Do something nice. Like, maybe buy her chocolate or take her out to dinner. Something really nice. You know, tell her her jokes are funny. Put your hands together for Brooke Heineken! Pam, I'm so flattered. I should come here every week. Uh, that was nice. I feel so good. I'm ready to get torn down. Uh, you were talking about rappers. You want to be a rapper? You would most de okay. What would your rapper name be? Most def is taken. What? The chemist's daughter. Go on. Okay. All right. Fair. Uh, rappers have cool names. I was thinking about this earlier because I was listening to hip hop earlier. I was listening to uh, to Busta Rhymes. <laughs> and I was like, that's so cool that you get to have such a descriptive name. And I was like, if I was a comedian who could have a name, what would it be? And I was thinking it'd be Crack a Joke. 
but the only appropriate part of that is that my first name would be Cracker. It's <laughs> 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 the only part I can pull off. Um, I'm trying to write a bit about my actual name, uh, which I've been struggling with for a long time, because I finally got a website. You can go to it, brookeheineken.com. It's only for people who can spell that. Uh, there's nothing on it right now. But I was, I'm trying to like work in material about my last name, because whenever people say my, like, I get a lot of shit about my last name every time I meet people for the first time. But usually the, pers- the people who pronounce it poorly are like telemarketers, and they always say Heine Chin. Because that's like, like the body parts, Heine Chin. So if like you really want a subtle way to talk about people with butt chins, <laughs> Like uh, Ben Affleck, John Travolta, Adele. There's a lot of celebrities with butt chins. Uh, but no, it is like the beer. Um, but people always get really excited when I tell them that. You know, they're like, really? Like, like as if I haven't heard it. I haven't had it for the past 26 years of my life. Uh, and I can't go to parties with those people because every time they drink it, they're like. <laughs> so I got to pick up my drink and be like. Uh, no, I've been trying to think for a while about jokes about my last name, if anybody has any. Um, ba, ba, ba. How much time do I have left, by the way? Uh, two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Um, hmm. uh, da, da, da. Was, all right, I've been making, trying to make improvements on the story I told last time. I actually don't think I have time to tell it, so I will pass. Uh, da, da, da. Um, I, does anybody here have any bad habits? Yeah. Yes, okay, we're all here. We all have bad habits. What do you got? That's multiple bad habits. <laughs> it's a drug habit, <laughs> a mixing drug habit. Uh, anybody else? Uh, yeah? What do you got? I, I hum. But you I hum? Know, uh, like that. Like, well, uh, like yeah. you're... Just like that. Oh, no. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, wow. That's <laughs> sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Are you doing anything to fix that? No. Okay. Just no. going to roll with it. All right. Oh, that's okay. It just it lets you it lets them know that you're coming. <laughs> and maybe in more ways than one. I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, you're perfect. Brag about it. Uh, I bite my nails. Does anybody here bite their nails? Yeah, I do too. Yes, you do, Pam. Have you, okay. Do you really think it's important? People tell me all the time that like it's not an adult thing to do. I, I do look weak, but it makes <laughs> you look weak. <laughs> it makes you look weak too. It's fine. Interesting. That would explain so much. Did you did. Maybe that's why. My mom and I were wondering. It, oh, that's, oh, we have a, I have a, I'll, t- I'll update you later on hernia gate 2016. It's not a hernia, it's a cyst. Uh, uh, where was I going with this? I bite my nails. Uh, now I understand so much more. Um, but I used to think it looked cute, you know, like a, like a little sexy, but then I caught my eye while I was biting my nails in the mirror and it looks super neurotic. <laughs> it looks like I'm eating chicken at a medieval times and just like uh, And I'm trying to stop because I know how bad it is for you to have your hands in your mouth because I know where my mouth has been. <laughs> All right, I gotta be a four now. All right, thanks guys. She knows where her mouth has been, Brooke Heineken, yay, yay, and then yay. 
I was I was told that though that um, your when you bite your nails because your appendix was originally used back in the caveman days for when we like ate nuts and berries and we like ate the skins of nuts because we didn't we were too stupid to crack the nuts so we ate a lot of like husks and things like that and so your appendix was the thing that sort of dealt with the husks and so the only thing it's used for now really is fingernails and it collects them and then eventually explodes. I yeah I used to be married to a veterinarian. Yay! Yay! It's almost like going to med school. And when anybody who has a significant other that's a doctor, like you either learn doctor shit or you never talk to anybody ever again. Because all they have is doctor friends. Because they're boring as fuck. They all make a lot of money and they're boring, evil people that are just like, they're, they're not evil. That's not fair. I can't be like Trump and say they have hatred in their heart. That's not true. I don't know what's happening. But what I do know is that my rich ex-husband, who was a veterinarian, taught me just enough to be dangerous. Yay! I could probably double ligate your dog's penis and uh, and fix it. <laughs> I think I could. I know how to strum a uterine string till it breaks and then you... I'm sorry, I watched a lot of spay videos. All right, you're an ex-comedian. Uh, he just gave me an amazing book called The Things They Carried and uh, it's really great and it's about Vietnam and they shoot animals in the face instead of fixing them. It's really sad. The poor water buffalo. Thanks, your next comedian, for opening my mind to whether I would shoot my own hand off to leave Vietnam. Put your hands together for Ian Levy! Yeah, sorry, Pam. Plot twist. The book about Vietnam's sad. Like, that's... No one saw that coming. Thought I had a nice, happy, chipper ending. Oh, boy. Um... I've uh, I've decided to write. Do you, are you guys familiar with uh, uh, the Taylor Swift song that goes like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Yeah. I've come up with my own version, going, uh, There's no point to living anymore. I'm feeling 24. Like, that's my. <laughs> oh God, guys, there is no point to life if we all die alone. <laughs> No, okay. Sorry, that's my, that's my. I actually don't mind Taylor Swift. I'm not like a huge fan, but but she she can write. It's a good song. You gotta respect that. I was um I was on the bus uh coming over here today. Uh, it was just like a normal quiet bus ride. Uh, and then the guy sitting behind me started uh, blasting rap music, and I was like, thought just what everyone on the bus thought, like, oh good, thank you, <laughs> like, you know, like en ending this boring bus ride. You know, he's just trying to add, you know, a little cheer to our day by sharing some music. But it was a song I'd never heard before, and there was a lyric, and I just started paying attention to the lyric, and it said, um, uh, "Bitch, I'm a pimp," or "Bitch, I don't talk to you." No. <laughs> I, this 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 isn't this this isn't like me pretending that something you know happened a month ago like this actually happened earlier today so I'm trying to remember the lyric but um, I think it was a uh, uh, bitch I don't talk to hoes I'm a pimp right that was the line in the song which I felt was a bit confusing because it feels like as a pimp your one of your many job requirements is talking to hoes like that's you don't really have too much else. To, if you're not talking to hoes as a pimp, you are failing as a pimp. Like that is, you know, businesses require communication on all, you know, bosses and employees. Like that is <laughs> just a basic setup for failure, guys. That's that's not good. I don't know. It was just a thought. I don't think that lyric was well thought out. I don't know. Um, I wanna. I I've never. Has anyone ever gone to a rodeo? 
Yeah. I, I never have, but I want to go to a rodeo just so I can go to my second rodeo. And then when everyone's like, ah, have you seen like a rodeo before? I could be like, not my first rodeo. Like that's, <laughs> like that's, that's the only reason. I don't, you know, I think rodeos are cruel and outdated, but <laughs> you just have to go to the first one so you can go to the second one. Then never again. You're like, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I've been watching the news a lot. How do, how do comics here feel about being PC, right? PC, you know, politically correct. Boo. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of negative negativity about. It. I'm actually pro PC, right? I think I'm pro PC, but I, sometimes it gets a little, you know. I mean, it's it's of course there's you know you can take anything too far in life, but you know there's still racism and sexism and hate. So you know the the most the worst thing that's true. It's true. It's like like the worst thing like this PC culture has done is tried to make us be a little bit nicer. But sometimes it gets a little a little crazy. Like I I listened to I was listening to a, a news story on NPR as you do, like just just so you know you know I listen to NPR. I watch Akira Kurosawa movies. Like I'm, I'm a sophisticated man, guys. I, I only drink Ethiopian coffee beans, okay? Because I like the light, fruity flavor. Is I, I hate myself too. It's okay. No, but um, uh, I was listening to NPR and they were talking about clowns. You guys heard all the stories about clowns, right? Recently, all the creepy clowns. But here's the thing. They're not clowns. They are people who are dressed as clowns, right? None of those people are going out and getting paid to be, like, it's a serious <laughs> distinction. It's true, though. It's true. And we're the assholes for hating clowns. Like, we're the, all a clown ever did was try to bring joy to a child's life. And we're like, they're probably a murderer. Like, that's, we're, we're the assholes here. But it's true, you can't call them clowns. They're people who are dressed as clowns, you know, the same way, like, I'm not a comedian. I'm a person depressed as a comedian. Like, that's, you know, it's until you actually get paid for a living, it's not. Okay. That's all I got for today, guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up clowns. Uh, I'm going to be a sexy uh, a sexy Pennywise for uh, Halloween. I'm going to take a clown outfit, and I'm going to make it sexy, and I'm going to I'm gonna glue gun, hot glue gun pennies to it. I'm going to have balloons, and I'm going to tell all the little children, it floats. We all float down here because uh, it's Stephen King reference. Steve, is it, the, the whole clown thing is that it's coming out for 2017, and it's like, let's have an underground campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Like, clowns don't need help, right? Your next comedian, she's like the opposite of a clown. She can do way more push-ups than a clown. Uh, you're going to love her. You're going to laugh hysterically. Put your hands together for Louisa Isbell. How many push-ups do you think a clown could do? There's, I don't know. Um, it's not a joke. I got a really weird text message today from a West Virginia number. And th there's no joke here. Just I want to know if anyone has any feedback on it. Boo, did I scare you? What's up, girl? It's Cocktober. <laughs> and if you are getting this, it means you're a Halloween hoe. <laughs> Every year in Cocktober, the Jacko slut comes to life, coming to harvest his hose for Thaw-O-Ween. Send this to 15 other Halloween hoes or else you a trick. Caps lock. If you get five back, you're a thought-o-ween treat. If you get 10 back, you're a slutty witch bitch. But if you get 15 back, you're the spookiest slut on the block. If you don't send this to one five other thoughts, you will get no dick this Cocktober. <laughs> 
and then and then there's a follow-up text saying we should hang out soon too lol but <laughs> just a west virginia number so i don't know there's punctuated with a lot of emojis uh so <laughs> if i have any of your numbers <laughs> gotta make sure i don't know that i'm a spooky slut or whatever um so i don't know if i have enough time to tell this story but i've never uh I haven't told a lot of people this story and I think it's important to preface with, I haven't like hooked up with that many people in my life, but I think 80% of the sexual experiences I have had have just been like off the charts absurd and you've probably heard about them. <laughs> like losing my front teeth or, uh, or having a SWAT team called um, on a one night stand. I've shared all of these stories here and there's another one that's the reason why I'm not allowed back at a very nice restaurant and well it's a it's an okay restaurant in Coal Valley called Zazzy. They have a lovely brunch <laughs> and I'm not allowed back. Um, because I picked up a I already knew him. Um, he's a straight man and I picked him up in a bar in the Castro. He's just a human disaster, just a real dumpster fire of a person from Philadelphia. And we went to school together, we were on the rowing team together. So he like has it together to a point but then it just all falls apart. And uh, he, you know, I don't know if I really picked him up as much as like we shared a cab home and he just got out at my stop <laughs> and goes, well, I guess I'm coming in. <laughs> Which, men, that's a really great, that's a great like line. Yeah, just, just impose yourself at their threshold. So he came inside to my apartment and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make some, I don't know what you're really doing here, but I'm gonna make quesadillas and go to bed, so you're welcome to, I mean, we're friends, we went to college together, I was like, you're welcome to stay for a quesadilla. Um, making quesadillas is, was to become a euphemism, and <laughs> I was like, listen, can you just man the grill, <laughs> Pam's dancing, uh, I was like, can you man the grill for 20 seconds while I go to the bathroom to pee, and it, right as I sit down, I hear every fire alarm in my apartment. <laughs> go off at once. I run back out like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I didn't put any butter in the pan to like cut calories. Because <laughs> he was a lightweight rower, so he has like a complex about food. And this is true. And so all the fire alarms are going off. I have to get on chairs, like knock them all down. And meanwhile, he's nowhere to be found. And I go into my room and every candle, I didn't know that I had nine candles in my room. <laughs> but they were all lit. <laughs> And to this day, and he also used a book of matches to light them. So to this day, I'm still finding like burnt matches just in weird parts of my room. So all the candles are lit. He smells like me because he's taken my Marc Jacobs shimmery body lotion and put it all over his body. But the, but the weirdest part is, instead of taking his button-down shirt off, it was tucked in, he just unbuttoned it and rolled it down. So it was still tucked in, but just like the sleeve, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> he was just rolled down and he was, it was like he was like a Twilight vampire. And he was like, I guess we're hooking up, which like worked as a line. And then he went on SoundCloud and searched for a very specific playlist called I Got High and Mixed a Bunch of Records in My Garage by Diplo. And that's not a good thing to listen to for anything, but especially not for intercourse. <laughs> Uh, and then the next morning, I went and I got brunch with my good gal pals at Zazzy, and they were like, what did you do last night? And I had a sip of latte, and I just threw it up all over the table. <laughs> and they were like, please leave. And so I can't go back there. Thanks, guys. Go with
can go everywhere she wants except for Zazie's. Yay! Oh my God, you and a shimmer vampire. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Everyone loves body butter when it has a little bit of iridescence in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny if they use it on their dick, though, and then their dick shimmers, and you're like, I don't want you to put that inside of me because, like, you know, really, glitter is just tiny pieces of glass. And I'm worried, I'm worried about my vagina. Your next comedian, I don't think he worries very much about vagina. Uh, because he is going by the name of that is a French accent. How are we doing tonight, Mutiny Radio? I don't worry about vagina. I'm French. It runs away from me. My name is French Accent, and I'm not allowed within 20 feet of any Starbucks. It happened like this. I've never seen a unisex restroom before. That means for guys or girls. I went in there. There was a sign on the toilet that said, Delicate Plumbing, Flush Toilet Paper Only. So I pooped in the sink. I'm not allowed within 20 feet of any Starbucks. I'm glad you like that. Would you like to see my impression of Mike Myers encountering a bunch of bees? All right, Mike Myers, Austin Powers, bunch of bees. Here we go. Oh, beehive. All right, would you like to see my impression of Michael Myers from Halloween encountering that same bunch of bees? Here we go, Michael Myers, Halloween, same bunch of bees. Because he would stab. All right. <laughs> we know that band uh, NXS from the 80s, right? Well, you know the lead singer of the band NXS died of autoerotic asphyxiation, you know. That's right, stranglebait. Right? You've got that, right? That's what I call... You know what I'm talking about, trench coat. Every, you know, it's just Friday night. I'm with you. It's what I call masturbation NXS. But fuck it, you're funnier. You're funnier. Howie Mandel, everybody. Give it up. <laughs> That's... <laughs> and the fawns on acid together. You've got a slight walking thing too, younger. Don't know. Ah, look, it's in the ice. LSD. Moving on. All right. Somebody was talking about their pro PC the other day. I'm anti PC. Think different. I'm a Mac man. I don't know the music to that. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking of a new pickup line. Tell me what you think. I'll just go up to a hot girl in the room, be like, hey, pretty lady, mind if I trump your pumpkin? All right. <laughs> if she's offended, I'll say, I mean, throw a toupee on your jack o' lantern. That's, it's called trumping a pumpkin. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. I just made that up. Uh, men, are, men and women are different. Men and women are different. For example, uh, girls, if a guy breaks up with you that you like, what happens? Your best girlfriend comes over to your house with a 50-gallon tub of ice cream, and she just kicks open the door. <laughs> oh, Noreen, forget about him. Don't die of love. Diabetes. <laughs> I think pro-marijuana literature should be called propaganda. <laughs> I think God invented weeds so that poor people could eat cheap, nasty food and think it tastes great. <laughs> That's good propaganda. 
I love Facebook, but I think Facebook is a blessing and it is a curse. It's a curse because there's no privacy, but it's a blessing because there's no privacy. You can find out whether or not someone is stupid. You do not have to talk to them. Just check their likes profile. If, for example, it says Bethany likes metaphysics, well, she's probably smarter than you are. But if by contrast it says Kelly likes scope mouthwash, that's a red flag. She better be good looking and housebroken. You sure as hell can't have a conversation with her. Hey, Kelly, what do you think about the situation in the Middle East? Um, I think the Iraq and the Afghanistan are why kids in America don't know how to read maps. I like mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, I know you do, sweetheart. Tell you what, get on your knees. I'll give you a reason to gargle and spit. <laughs> Like I said, I scare away the pussy. That's, that's what I do. All right. My friend sells marijuana. He calls all of his marijuana plants his girls, you know, so the government doesn't know any better. Well, I got a text message from him recently. He said, hey, Frenchie, I've got three new girls, if you know what I mean. I said, oh, yeah, are your new girls just budding with femininity? He said, yes, they are, well, they're prepubescent, but they will bloom soon. I said, great, Kyle. Now the NSA doesn't think we're dealing drugs, but it's pretty sure we're pedophiles. Pretty sure. All right, I can't leave you on that. I'll, uh, I'll leave you on this. I think the game of chess is racist. White always goes first. They invented chess in India, and this Indian guy was telling me how the game of chess works. He was like, yes, yeah, so here it is the pawn, and they represent the military forces that are waging your campaign, and then you have your horse, which is the special force, of course, and they are jumping here and there and all over the board, and then you have the bishop, which is the ideological basis from which all of the foundational ethics of your campaign are waged, and then the rook is like, here's like your home base of people, and here is your queen, and you're in check, my friend. And I looked at the board, and I looked at him, and I looked at the board, and I looked at him, and I swept all of the pieces off of the board, and he said, what in the world was that? I said, nuclear war. <laughs> My name is Franch Accent, a.k.a. Kevin Bennett. God bless you. Good night. And yay, forever banging together the great musical quality of the, uh, uh, what is it called? The squeeze box, the large accordion squeeze box. Uh, very beautiful. Kevin Bennett, French accent. Uh, my French accent is terrible. Uh, but your next comedian is a lovely human being. Uh, she loves cats and whiskey almost as much as I do. Uh, I am so happy every time I hug her because her boobs are enormous. Put your hands together for Rachel Raphael! Ooh, we're in a club. That's not... No one wants to see me try and dance. It's very upsetting. Um, Brooke left. I was so excited to talk to her because I have a hernia too. And um, I wanted to be like hernia buddies. Uh, I have been thinking of um, a new like business idea that would—it's an umbilical hernia, so it's in front of my belly button, fellas, ladies, whoever's into that. Um, don't tell me. <laughs> um, I so I think my new idea is that for like making money is that I'll I'll have someone write whatever like tiny message you want on the hernia and you can take a picture of it without my face. And then so uh, that's the idea. And I for real like wrote, it was my friend's birthday so I for real wrote like, yay Justin. And I took a picture and I'm like, this is upside down. Like I can't do the angle from here that is so confusing. (laughs) 
And so, uh, yeah, hernia buddies. I have a hernia too. I was so excited. Yes. Can we please compare later? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a book about abdominal separation and how to not do it. Um, and it described my stomach as an orange. Uh, and it makes all these things. And uh, I mean, that is slightly compelling, but not as compelling as what um, one Pam Benjamin told me when I told her that I had a hernia. She looked at me very, she was drunk. I'm not saying she wasn't drunk. But she looked at me very intensely and just said, Okay, say your stomach is a slab of bacon. <laughs> and we never got past that, and honestly, I don't want to. I'm like, my stomach is a slab. I'm like, I've eaten a lot of bacon. Are you saying if you ate my stomach, it would taste like extra bacon? Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but that's fun. So very excited about the hernia. I know it's huge. I know. But I had stomach surgery, and then I didn't, like, exercise my core, and then I gained some weight, and now I just take naps. So that's what happens. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, um, has anyone playing Pokemon Go? Yeah, no, I know I'm 30 and should not be playing it, but I am. <laughs> but I will tell you a fun game you can play if you play Pokemon Go, but, like, know less about it, because you're, like, too old to be playing it. And that is just go up to the person who's, like, into it and, like, talk to them about it, but just, like, give weird, like, descriptions of the Pokemon that you caught. It's very confusing to them. Like, I went out and I was like, I caught Rainbow Robot Monster the other day. They're like, what? And, the, and they're like, is it this? I'm like, I don't know. And then today I said, I caught guy who has a crown for a head with any punches. And, and this girl looked at me and was like, I don't know. Like, and I was like, I mean, I'll look for it. And so, yeah, I would definitely say if you want to play Pokemon Go, the, like, second game is to, like, like confuse everyone with how you describe the Pokemon. Um, oh, really? Uh, any Jews in the audience? Uh, Ian left, but um, anyone who's not Jewish confused by all the Jewish holidays? Just pretend you all said yes because you're thinking it. I'd like to say that we as Jews are fucking with you like, in terms of the calendar, but we're not. Um, the calendar is fucking with everybody. We just use Google before, like, the Gentiles do, I think. <laughs> I have a really good friend, and she's not Jewish, but she's learned a lot of these things from me and getting, like, any baked goods that my mom makes for any Jewish holidays. That's how most of my friends have learned about Jewish holidays, what baked goods did Rachel get and why. Um, <laughs> but anyway... She was, she was like, oh, this guy, my Uber driver just started asking me all about, all about Judaism, and I was able to answer most of the questions. I was like, really? And she's like, I just Googled everything. And I'm like, oh, man, you've learned a lot about Jewish teaching now. <laughs> you just Google. <laughs> all right, thank you. And uh, the best Jewish treat I've eaten recently isn't a macaroon. It's when you take... Uh, you take the matzah and you crush it up and then you mix it with coconut and then you dip it all in dark chocolate and it's like, it looks like coal or something, but, but it's, car like you it could easily put caramel in it no, too. Right, because it's, you gotta use the matzah bread to make it delicious. Everybody put your hands together from a favorite Jew, Rachel Raphael. I'll, she, uh, she'll tell me that recipe of hers, and I'll tell her the new Gavilta fish recipe, which it's delicious. I tell you, don't buy it in the can. 
from the the Manischewitz, it's terrible. You got to make your own gewilte fish. It's just, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just fish, uh, fish dumplings. They're delicious. Your next comedian, she's gonna make you guys laugh. Get excited, clap your hands wildly. It's Maddie Zuma. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Oh no. like the perfect amount of incompetence that I face every day, everything that I do. It's all good. Um, Yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, I'm not going to be here for much longer, though. Oh, no. Guys, guess why? You'll never guess. (laughs) You'll never guess. I'm moving to Mexico. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't speak Spanish. This happened for no reason literally no reason um i work with louisa who is amazing and um her boss who's kind of my boss hit me up he goes hey would you want to move to guadalajara for like three four months and do press work out of that office end of email that's it um yeah this is extra funny because like i work in pr and <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> and um, yeah, I had been needing like a life change for a while now. And so I started seeing a therapist mostly because I didn't know what else to do <laughs> like in the meantime, like how to kill time. And it kind of started off kind of funky with a therapist. I've never really talked to one before. And so I just kind of started off being buddies, but like things have gotten kind of serious now that I'm like, I'm changing my life. And um, yeah, I don't really know where that was going, but it's just kind of funny to have someone be like, so why are you making these choices? And I'm like, they're happening to me. <laughs> um, and then she just decided to like throw a little curveball in there. She goes, well, who do you want to be when you're in Mexico? And I'm like, I get to choose a personality. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. And so I'm like kind of looking to ditch where I'm at right now, just like myself and everything about me because... <laughs> Well, okay, so I'm going to start from a flashback to a year ago. I was hooking up with this guy, not great at sex, like a solid two and a half stars. Um, Out of five? Out of five, out of five. Anyways, um, I ended up, he ended up like taking the condom off when we were having sex. I had to take plan B for the first time. There were adverse effects on a Monday morning when I shat my pants with hormones and then he's been chasing me for a year after I sent him a follow-up Venmo request for a Hulu and Plan B. And so he just like has not let up on the breaks. And um, I got back in touch with him last weekend, two weekends ago. And it's super funny because like some HGTV bitch like totally got in there in the past year, like told him about Pinterest, female anatomy. It was a whole different experience. And so, like, if there's a book that comes out that's, like, DIY someone else, then um, (laughs) I'm dying to read it because this person was a magician. So, anyways, after all this, I'm kind of like, I don't really know if I want to keep being myself for a while. But there is a really good friend of mine who I am kind of, like, looking to, like, emulate. I really admire her style. She's kind of, like, well, in a past life, she was probably, like, kind of a sex pirate, you know? Just, like, take no prisoners. This is, like, my world. Anyways, I don't even... Yeah. You're gonna dress up for his Halloween as a sex N- no, not really, but I like the choices she made. Like once she um 
we s- lived in Italy together and she found a friend of a friend who lived in Paris. They hooked up. She went back for another sex to paid the following weekend. Uh, sex was probably not that great because she like tore her vagina. Oh. <laughs> so she just had to like sit in his apartment eating like yogurt from the fridge because he didn't have a debit card. She ended up covering like $200 of his expenses and then and then like he never paid her back. So she kept hooking up with him for like the following three years. What? And every time after they had sex, she would go through his wallet <laughs> and take money back. <laughs> Oh man, what a queen. So anyways, I think that whole like take no prisoners vibe is definitely something to adjust to. And um, Mexico can be the perfect place to try it out. Who knows? <laughs> Thanks guys. Maddie Zuma going to Mexico, not having her vagina ripped hopefully, or trying to get $200 back from a dude in Mexico City. I have sex with him all the time. No, it make you know what it makes sense though. You know, I would actually, you know, if I was a single person and I had loaned somebody two hundred bucks, I would consider continuing to have sex with them over time, trying to get that money back, chip it away. You know, like they buy a drink here, they buy a drink there, maybe they buy some ketamine or something. You're like, I'll oh, take a hundred dollars off your bill, dude. Ah, uh, yay, Maddie Suma, yay! Good luck in Mexico. It's gonna be really exciting. If you leave before the 23rd of November, the Raiders are playing down there. You'll feel like you're at home. (laughs) I know, the Raiders are playing in Mexico City. Isn't that weird? Uh, Your next comedian, I, if I've met him before, I was drunk. Uh, I'm sure he's very funny though. Everybody put your hands together. It's Matthew Banks. I know who this guy is. How's it going everybody? Funny stuff going on tonight, right? Yeah, nothing like an open mic for you. I was, uh, I wonder, uh, I wonder if blind kids' parents make them eat their carrots. It's just, I don't know. Sorry, it's been a question of mine. How you doing, man? It's good to see you again. You work today? Uh, yeah. Me too. I had one of those days, you know, wonder, I was like hoping the elevator would like get stuck so I could take a nap. Oh my god! <laughs> it was one of those days. I was having to move some stuff around, and I needed a ladder. And I went to the facilities guy. I was like, "Hey, man, can I borrow a ladder to put some stuff up on the shelf?" He's like, "Well, generally we don't lend out ladders. You have to take a ladder safety course before <laughs> we do that." I was like, "What the? F-? <laughs> I was like, what is that all about?" So I was kind of thinking, like, what that would be like. You walk into class, or like, first step, open the ladder. Second step. Walk up the ladder. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> it's like, really, guys? Yeah, my buddy just had a child, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I really try to, like, care, you know, but it's like, it's really hard for me. Like, he sent me a, a video of his kid the other day. He's like, look, man, Charlie just took his first step. I was like, dude, I've been walking for 30 years. <laughs> I was like, I am not impressed with your child's first step. Yeah, I uh, thought about going to the gym last week. I'm still sore. (laughs) I've had like all I can take, you know. It's it's getting getting to that point. I went to a 
therapist about it and I think I'm finally there she's like look you fat fuck she's like she's a really mean therapist and she's like look you fat fuck like you got two choices here you can either get off your fat ass and get to the gym or you can just accept being a fat ass for the rest of your life and I swear it's like the world like lifted off my shoulders I was like that's all I have to do is accept it <laughs> like and, and I was at I was at peace, so I'm good, good to go now. Bit is finally working. Look at there. So my my friend tried to set me on a, up on a blind date the other night, and she showed me a picture, and I was like, oh my god, no, sorry, can't do it. I was like, look, I know I'm not that great, but come on, you know, you have to draw the line somewhere. And she's like, she was like sick. She was like, good god, like you're so superficial, like. All you care about is looks. And she's like, girls, like, they just care about personality. I was like, well, that's just as superficial. I was like, can you know, can we not agree that this guy could do something about his personality? And like, I'm offended. Like, you know how hard I work for this body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to, I went to Subway, uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, and, uh. They, like, it's weird. I just moved here, and I got my sandwich. They just handed me my sandwich. Normally, at Subway, they put it in a bag. And I'm with my buddy, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why don't they give me a bag? He's like, well, do you see any bags out on the street? And I was like, well, maybe they should start charging the shit on the street. <laughs> I don't think bags are the problem. <laughs> so my, uh, my ex-girlfriend, she's a lesbian now. I'm very proud of her. Uh, I really am. She, you know, I grew up in, down south, and it was really hard for her to come out. And uh, but we're good friends now. And I talked to her. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is crazy because like you were literally like the best I ever had, like by far. And she was like, I was trying to prove I wasn't gay, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't work. That's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. He's not gay. He's not gay. It's Randy Banks. Yay! Keep loving. Clapping, 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 wild, wild, clapping. Everything is great. We're listening to joke. It's not joke work. This is happy hour. I'm sorry. I get confused. Uh, it's Mutiny Radio. There's confusion abound. Uh, David Zunzu Kirscher's here. He runs the ones and twos for me and yous coming up on the next show, uh, which is Pam Piazza's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Stick around. But right now, you guys, it's this is his this is his moment. Why? Because he's a political comedian. This is his moment in the sun, and you better fucking give it to him. You better clap harder than you've ever clapped before. This is his time. Do you understand? After the beginning of November, he is no longer relevant, okay? Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Oh, so soon to be no longer relevant. I guess that's the theme of my stuff, too. Shit. Man, so happy birthday, Pam. You're turning, turning 42. Hey, before I move on, so is that what I've been doing wrong with dating? I haven't been getting into serious financial debt with women, and that's why, you know, to keep them around, that they're trying to collect on me. I got a you know, whole new dating strategy. So 42, huh? 42. I think I turned 42 in, like, 2009, and that was a fucked up year for me, man. 42 was a pretty shitty year. It's a miserable fucking year, actually. I got arrested. There's my target audience right there. 
Yeah, I got arrested for weed that year, man, in Oakland, California, with my medical card and everything. And yeah, it was just horrendous. And I just can't. And my lawyer, it's, it's all really coming together for me now because my, my lawyer from that, my first lawyer, he died this year. He died this year. And it just brought back the memories of how bad he fucked up my case. I mean, he totally fucked up this softball fucking weed case in Oakland with a medical card, and he just fucked up my case. Man, 42 was a shitty year. Terrible year. Not, not to bring you down, Pam, but that was a bad, it was a bad year for me. Things didn't work out so good that year. But, you know, a little time in jail, a little time through the court system, and I gotta tell you, anything black people have to say about unfair treatment is fucking true. Holy shit, the court system is fucked up. It's not, it's not very feng shui either if you've ever been a, in a courtroom. It's just not built, it's not built for comfort or for a nice ease of energy movement through the place. Yeah, so while we're redoing things and getting internet in the DMV, we should probably redo, you know, feng shui the courts a little bit, maybe a little more ergonomic chairs, something like that, something more acoustical. Those are my thoughts. But yeah, but it puts me in the mood for, you know, I'm in the mood for Armageddon, you know? I mean, we only got like, what, like 28 more days till the end of the world, right? Till, 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 Till the time after time. Yeah, I'm all for it. I am all for it. I'm voting for Trump. Let's do this. Fuck you, millennials, man. You're all allergic to peanut butter and bread. Without your hyperallergenic soap, you're just going to fucking die off, man, in no time. We can't rely on you for the future, so fuck it. Bring on Armageddon while there's still fresh fish in the ocean. You can still get fruit off a tree. Let's do it. Bring in Trump and let's burn through those resources. I am all for it, man. I am. I mean, for one thing, she's totally going to legalize grabbing women by the pussy. When he said he was going to make America great, I didn't know how great he meant. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you millennials could do something about it if you all got off your asses and voted, but you're too busy with your Pokemon goes to to swipe right in the, vote, in the vote booth, you know, so fuck it. Why should I protect the earth for you? I've had the best years of my life. Let's end this. I don't want to suffer forever. We're over the tipping point, you know? Let's do it. Armageddon, get some. It, I, I, yeah, I chemtrails, yeah, take a hit of that. I defy, I defy your whole generation to do something about it. I'll think about saving the planet when you vote for someone reasonable. You even show up to the voting booth. Bernie Sanders. Bernie said too late, man. Oh, man. I voted. Hey, no heckling during my set. Oh, okay. Except. (laughs) Except the birthday girl. That counts as my laugh, because I was up here on stage. Uh, so yeah, Bernie, yeah, Bernie got flushed down the toilet, man. Too bad you millennials couldn't do something about that, right? Too bad, too late, it's over. I guess if you all wrote him in or something, but you're not gonna do it. I bet not even 50% of you are gonna show up to vote. So I say, elect our last president, 
Generalissimo, Trump, and let's just do it, man. Have a good time on the way out. Good luck in the future, millennials. So Generalissimo, Trump! Matthew Quirk, yay! I love Italian futurism. Is Trump Italian? Because that would make it all worthwhile. Because, like, but Italian futurism was like the fucking shit. It was a really great movement, and then, you know, like, everything fell apart because it was just too streamlined, you know? Uh, Hey, nothing's wrong with fascism as long as we're killing babies. Your next comedian, she's... I'm sorry, there's too many babies, and they're going to be drinking my water in the future, so fuck those babies. Your next comedian, I don't know if she's going to have babies or not. She's on the cusp of deciding. I'm 42 now. I, no, I should never birth a retarded baby out of this vagina, but she still has time. Seriously, you guys. Not that a woman's worth is her uterus, because she's also a very funny lady and has wonderful things to say, and is just a really wonderful human being, whether or not she chooses to use her uterus, which is the mark of worth in our society. That's fine. <laughs> she might or might not go against it. I believe that she's a feminist in the deep, deep cockles of her cunt. Put your hands together. It's Elizabeth Mansfield! <laughs> such a good intro and it's funny because I actually have things to say about having children because I the problem with having children is that you have to have another person to make a child with and I'm just not like an intimacy person like the closest I ever get to intimacy is like if I ever have to have an abortion I hope it's yours (laughs) that's that's as close as I get um and actually this is funny I um I actually I got pregnant for the first time which was weird, um, but I didn't know I was pregnant until I had a miscarriage, um, and that ha- I know it was crazy. It was like it was totally crazy, um, and I went to the doctor and I was actually kind of pissed off because I paid a lot of money and went through a lot of pain to have an IUD, which is supposed to be foolproof. And I was like talking to my doctor and I was like, "This is supposed to be like." effective. Like, what went wrong here? And she's like, well, actually, it's only 99% effective. And I was like, wait a second. Are you telling me that I'm in the 1%? (laughs) Like, this is all I've ever wanted in life. Like, I would so much rather be rich than married. (laughs) It's a big deal for me. The other day, I actually masturbated to being rich. This is true. Like, I didn't know you could masturbate to not sex. But it turns out that being alone and being wealthy is the biggest turn on. It was great. Like, I don't even need to have sex anymore. I just check my bank account. It's amazing. It's so good. Um, Yeah, but I don't want you guys to think I'm shallow. So I want you to know that someday I hope to be rich enough that I can masturbate to giving back to my community. Thank you. Thank you. It's true. I'm immature. I'm immature. I'm immature. You know, I, I hang out with a lot of millennials, so I don't like all these people being like, fuck millennials. Like, I love millennials. I don't get, I love millennials. Millennials are my spirit animal. Like, I love them. And they actually are. I actually, I did the whole, like, vision quest thing last summer. I went to Joshua Tree. I took a bunch of ayahuasca. And I was, like, I imagine I was going to have, like, visions of, like, nature and, like, deal with some family stuff and get in touch with my feelings. But really, it was just all, like, EDM and vocal fry and misplaced entitlement. So I feel like I found my try. Like, I'm just like, you guys, let's blow off work and go get some tacos. Like, yeah, maybe that's not a good millennial impression. Um, 
Yeah, I am immature, but I love millennials. My friend Amy, uh, she's like the coolest girl I know. She's a she's a total millennial. She's like 25. She's like she's super skinny. She's got the little like baby deer legs, and she wears like leather dresses to Napa. And her boyfriend's a DJ. Like she's just the coolest girl, and I'm fascinated by her. And I just like I want to be her. And I mean, I'm 10 years older than her, but I want to be her so bad. And the thing I didn't know about Amy is like Amy actually has seizures. And I found this out, uh, we went out last weekend and she actually had a seizure. And the whole time, all I could think was like, oh my God, like Amy looks so cool. <laughs> like even when she had this, she was like, and I was like, oh my God, her blue lips look so cool with her choker. Like, I wonder if they have blue lipstick at Sephora. Maybe I should get a choker. I don't know. All right, I'll finish up with, I don't, uh, my dad doesn't love me. I don't think. And like, he tricks me sometimes into thinking he does, but then he blows it. So he sent me a text message the other day. I work at a tech company. We've been in the news a lot. It's very up and down for us. Uh, he sent me a text message and he's like, your guys' stock is like really plummeting today after those takeover rumors. Like, are you okay? Do you need anything? Can I help in any way? And I texted back. I was like, dad, it's cool. Like it doesn't really affect my day to day. Like we'll see what happens. I'm fine. While I have you, I just want to let you know I broke up with my boyfriend and I'm really sad and it was really hard for me. And I just want you to know that. And he texted me back a thumbs up emoji. And at first I was like, oh, maybe he was really busy. He just threw that out there. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, it actually takes quite a bit of work to go get the thumbs up emoji. Like you have to press the little world icon and you have to find the thumbs up. Then you have to go to the extra effort to make it not yellow and make it a Caucasian emoji. So like he went to a lot of effort to show me he didn't give a shit. So I don't know. The next time he tells me about his colon cancer, I'm sending him the smiley poop. That's it. Like it's All right. Thanks, guys. Smiley poop emojis, very rad. Oh, that's exciting. I got a, I got a card from my mom. We haven't spoken in five years, but uh, my dad, when he sent me the birthday card, he forgot to include the check. So my mom sent me a card that said, "Your dad forgot to include the check." I know we haven't spoken in five years, but you're still my daughter. And I'm like, you have to guilt me from this far away. You're the one that fucked up. Why am I supposed to feel guilty right now? You're the one that didn't invite me to Christmas, mom. <laughs> like, no, it's cool. Uh, they don't like that I smoke pot and I'm a socialist. It's fine. Uh, they are the Trump people. Uh, it's absolutely my dad. My dad. I tried to get my dad to call in to talk about why he's supporting Trump. And then we talked on the phone the other day. And he's like, you know, he said that thing about grabbing the ladies' pussies, but Hillary's still a lying bitch. And I was like, every politician since the beginning of time has been a lying bitch, even before we called dudes bitches. Now we get to call dudes bitches, and isn't that cool? Yay! They're the lowliest form of humans ever. They're women. Yay, those lying bitches. Uh, misogynism is alive and well. Exciting stuff. Uh, yay. Uh, but when random people on the street call me pretty, I feel so good about myself because it doesn't matter that I'm a human being. It matters what I look like on the outside. Your next comedian's going to be super funny. Uh, he has a perfect last name for a comedian, which is so funny. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. It's Aaron Suriosi. <laughs> Thank you. So I recently got a job at Pete's Coffee and like the only thing it's really done for me is make me hate white people more. 
like out of every race, I never thought like my own would betray me the most. Um, like the uh, like just about like a few days ago, this girl comes in and like she's wearing like a fedora. Like this is a true story. She's wearing a fedora, a shawl, and like thick rimmed glasses. Like all red flags. And like the first question she asks is for. She also skipped like the entire line. She just walked straight up to the counter. She's like. Do you guys have organic coffee? And so, like, thankfully, like, we do have organic coffee at Pete's Coffee and Tea. Just go to Pete's Coffee and Tea. I promise I'm not getting paid anything to promote them. (laughs) And so I told her that, but sadly, we don't have any right now that, like, I can give to her in coffee form. And, like, she looked at me with, like, like, but, like, the face of telling a child that Santa doesn't exist mixed with, like, the idea that, like, her kombucha power green mix actually doesn't have kale with its power greens. <laughs> and, she, like, she's just like, this is why I don't come to Pete's Coffee. And she just left. Like, that, that was a 30-second interaction that actually took five minutes. Uh, just yesterday, this girl, she walks in, she's wearing, like, a pink fuzzy hat, like a like pink tank top, but then she's wearing like neon green arm sleeves, like arm warmers. Like I, I was su- I was super confused if she was like cold or hot. Like nothing made sense. And so she ordered a press pot, meaning she's an instant asshole. And so like I'm still training, so I wanna see how like they make the press pot and she just and she just looks at me and she's like, I don't think he needs your help. So I was like okay and so i like i walked away later as i was leaving the store our pete's has like a bunch of like homeless people they're super cool like super nice and so one of them he was like looking out the window and she was sitting right there and she like turned to him and she's like can you please stop piercing me with your eyes like like are people not allowed to look now (laughs) first of all she's like a spectacle and then, like, she took off her hat, and, like, she's bald, and I think she had, like, a cancer survivor thing, and I was like, damn, it missed. If you, like, at that point that I said, if, like, you felt bad for her, like, you shouldn't. Just because, like, you have a problem. If you're an asshole, you're still an asshole. Um, a few comics have talked about, like, Donald Trump and stuff. Like, I think, like, the only feeling I have is, like, I'm just impressed. Like... I feel like his whole campaign started with like him sitting around the poker table with like an Adolf Hitler lookalike, like a Mussolini lookalike, probably Mike Pence, and he's like, <laughs> "Bitch, of fifty thousand dollars, I can become president." And like, look, like, look where he's gotten. He's talked about like grabbing a woman by the pussy. Like, first of all, I want to see what that looks like. Like, does he just like carry them like a briefcase? <laughs> Uh, my final thing I want to talk about is like also something I'm impressed with. It's like dogs sniffing each other's assholes. Like they can get so much information just from sniffing assholes. Like it's impressive. I wish like human dating work- worked like that. And it was like that easy. Like I could just like sniff some girl's ass and be like, you want five kids? I'm out. Like I can't do this. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Sí.
He was not serious, and that's what we love about him. We hope he comes back again and again. I tried to friend you on Facebook, but it was like some guy with kids, and I'm like, that is probably not the guy. I spelled your last name right, and I'm like, that guy from Mexico City who has two kids in his picture is not the Aaron I think that I want, so I need to look into you farther uh, on the Facebooks, because I was like, what's happening right now? Your next comedian, he is a stalwart here at Mutiny Radio. And I'm excited every time he performs. He also is a producer. You guys should go every first Tuesday of the month to the Woods Brewery in Oakland. It's a great show upstairs. Uh, It's called My Greasy Sons. I still don't know why it's called that. But he's a co-producer, and it's an amazing show. And he's a really wonderful comedian. Clap wildly for Connor Doherty! I'm going to talk about sports again. It, ne- it never works, but I don't care. Does anyone know who J.R. Smith is? No. Basketball player? All right, this is going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> well, first of all, he was recently profiled in The New Yorker. And you should all read it. Um, it was, it's okay. It's, anyway, I'm a big fan of J.R. Smith. He's a pretty good basketball player, and he's an amazing human. Um... So if you're good at shooting a basketball, you can get away with anything, it turns out. Like, that's even how, like, shitty white guys, like, make it in the NBA. Like, guys who look like me, like, if you've got a three-point shot, you can stay in the NBA. And J.R. Smith is a really good shooter. He's, he was briefly famous when he was playing for the Knicks because he sent a woman a direct message on Twitter that said, Are you trying to get the pipe tonight? which was, I guess, how he was referring to his penis. Uh, But he... Where was I going with J.R. Smith? I'm just like, I'm dumbfounded. I love him so much. He can can do anything. You can do anything. I need to work on my jump shot, is what I'm trying to say. Too much respect for him. <laughs> like he's not even good at defense. He he can't he can't do anything. Like the only thing he can do is shoot. And he's not like he's not the best shooter either, right? It's probably like, you know, like Steph Curry. You guys know who Steph Curry is, right? And like uh so I mean he's not even at, you know, like Steph Curry level. He's like a step down from that, but he's good enough. To where he can send messages like, are you trying to get the pipe tonight? <laughs> like, I know I can't, and I don't, I don't condone that. I'm not saying that, that's certainly not like polite by any stretch of the imagination. But like, as professional athletes go, it's not so bad, right? <laughs> like, we've heard of other shit that, you know, football and basketball players have done on the regular. It's also just a weird metaphor for a penis, right? There are a lot of things that are kind of that shape, but like, I, I don't know. You, you, I'm going to try and hit you with the dowel tonight. I don't know. Like the, that's not good. That's just violence. You guys should watch more basketball and pay more attention to J.R. Smith. He's an American hero. This was not exactly true of what I was just talking about because I had no idea where I was going with that, but I... I came up with a good metaphor for my style of comedy recently. So the universe is expanding. I don't know if you know this. It's expanding everywhere simultaneously. 
And so you can't tell, like you're not getting further, or you're not getting perceptibly further away from me, but over like very large distances, it starts to become very large, right? It becomes the rate of expansion times the distance between. So there are places on the edge of the universe where it's actually moving away from us faster than the speed of light. And if it's moving faster than the speed of light, you can't perceive it because that's how we perceive things, right? Light bounces off and then it hits our eyeballs. And I think this is a great metaphor for my style of comedy where like the joke is expanding faster than the audience's interest and comprehension. And so like even if there is a punchline at the end, like the setup itself is expanding at such a rate that the punchline is not actually perceptible. That was a fucking weird set. It's almost basketball season. Connor Doherty, you don't see his punchlines with your eyes. You feel them with your heart. With your heart. Just like the Warriors. They've got heart. And now they have Kevin Durant. Uh, your next comedian. I'm excited for basketball season two. Like, can the football end? I mean, I know it just started, but I hate commercials. Your next comedian, uh, he seems like he would be a fan of uh, soccer or football, the original kind, only because I don't think he believes in commercial anything. I don't, uh, I don't even know what he believes in, uh, except for lifesavers. Put your hands together for George Davis! <laughs> Weird. Only in America could we get a guy fucking what, martyred to a pussy, right? Like Jesus Christ. Right. Oh yeah, that's it. Only in America can a man martyr himself on a cross a pussy. That that makes more sense. All right, martyr himself on pussy just doesn't make sense. Okay. Anyway, oh yeah, all right, so I was on Muni today, right? Like, I kind of half work Muni, I'm under contract, like, through the city, so that's kind of nice. And, like, I'm like, I, oh yeah, yeah, all right, I was trying to figure out shit. So, I, like, I never, like, I never really have fun at work, but I found out how to, like, have fun today. Like, I never have fun. Like, I try to have fun, like, fun, fun, like, kid-type fun, like, holy shit, fun. This is, whole well, fun. I got so much fun today. It will fucking blow your blow my blew my mind. I went and um, I was sitting on the bus, uh, the, like the driver's seat. <laughs> That's hard to say. And uh, there's like two fucking pedals, right? And on the left is like these three little uh, rods, and you can like step on them and shit, and just kind of fuck around. They're just like springs, you know. And then uh, this girl got on the bus, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I stepped on the spring. "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Hey, what's up?" What's up? What's up? I'm like, oh shit! I just forgot the motherfucking bus system works. So I was like, oh my god! I was like, I got so excited. Like the bus behind me echoed the thing I wanted to say. So all I had to do was just feel like anything. Oh my god! What did I do? I was just like, ooh, 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 and the goddamn bus was like exploding behind me so it just it i don't know it made my whole fucking day i know i do know it made my whole fucking day so like when my boss came down he was like um i was like hey man uh, oh it's the return of the mac oh yeah 
Me went return of the Mac. Oh yeah! Oh, it's so dope. Fucking Mac got on the bus, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Mac?" And Mac is from like Uzbekistan, so I was like, "Hey, Mac." <laughs> Mac's like, "It's very nice. <laughs> it's very fun. You do know that each one of these fucking buttons goes to like, well, one of them does this station." One of them does this bus, <laughs> and one of them sends it through the tower and every, like, bus in the city. And I was like, oh, Jesus, because I had spent the last, like, five minutes doing shit like <laughs> EFG, it's easy as 8, 9, 10. <laughs> what? Oh, no, no, it's different. It was, that was my Jackson Ice. It was my Jackson Ice. <laughs> all right, I'll do my last one. Oh, yeah, all right. And it was like, we built these titties. <laughs> it's like, we built these titties on coke and blue. And I was like, oh my God, these people are going to hate me. Anyway, that's my life. Oh, I did have one dumb thing. This would be perfect for the end of this thing. <laughs> like I was thought about crying. <laughs> Shit. You things are crying. <laughs> you could beatbox cry. Anyway, all right. Have a great night. Yay! Beatbox crying. George Davis. Also, I'm in the steel debt. I get to be a part of a roast of George Bush and uh, Hillary Clinton on the 22nd, which is next Saturday, and uh, or something like that. And I'm in totally use. I'll be like, we built these titties. <laughs> Thank you for letting. I'm gonna steal. I'm giving. I'll give you credit at the end if you want to be like George. I'll throw it down. I'll be like George Bush. Like, cause then I can do it as a double joke. People think I'm talking about George Bush, but I'll be really giving credit to you, George. Yay! We built these titties on Coke and Blow! George Davis, yay! <laughs> Your next comedian, he's in college still, so I'm, hope, I'm hoping he's doing some uh, Coke and, uh, you know, like the good stuff, because his parents still have the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember when they gave you like 200 bucks a month to just spend on whatever? <laughs> I wasn't, my parents paid for college once too. It was great. It was like 96, 92, 96. Uh, your next comedian, level human being, put your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. Is he not here? What happened? Ian Kong. You could do the same intro though. He's still with the parents in the school. Yeah. I like that me and Arjun are just interchangeable cogs in your mind. We're just the same people. Oh, yeah, they're a couple of millennials. They're the same person. It doesn't matter. How are you doing, man? Jonathan's good to see I haven't seen you in forever, dude. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Well, that got awkward fast, huh? What's going on? Come on. It's, uh, we're all just, uh, you guys are all comics too, right? So we're just hanging out. I haven't seen you before. I thought I was the token Asian on this scene, so... What's your deal, man? I'm just watching. I look, man. I used to be valuable. You're de you're devaluing me right now. This is not. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I don't bring jokes to the table. I don't have any real talent or skill. So <laughs> at least it, that was that was a funny part about me. That's really good. Hi. How are you doing today? Are you a, Are you also a comic? Yeah. 
Cool. Are you are you also in college? No. Oh yeah, me neither. I dropped out. <laughs> why is that funny? I don't understand why. Like, why, I'm just trying to. I want, I want good things for your life, Pam. I don't know why. <laughs> ha ha, you fell over. <laughs> you dropped out. You suck. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck. <sighs> the mutiny is fun. This is good. Now I know. Now I remember why I come here. <laughs> A little dose of Pam. Sand, how's that show going tonight? What's, uh, what time's it at? Yo, yo, I, if I'm going to promote your show, let, why don't you go ahead and let me do that, Sam? You don't just hijack this shit, okay? All right. Let, please tell me about your show. How's... <laughs> but no, I, how's... It's, uh, it's called... Hold on, I can do this. It's called Humorous Hunks. All right, okay, so this is, this is the premise of the show. I'm going to take a swing at this. That's all right with you. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no, fuck humorous hunks. Nobody go to that shit. If anyone's listening, you stay for Pantastics. Pam's turning 42 today. Yeah, but we're support. Pam, I'm trying to pick a side right now. I'm trying to be on your side. Help me out here. This is, uh, it's your 42nd birthday today? Guys, give it up for Pam. Okay, well, give it up for, for the 42nd birthday celebration. Fuck humorous hunks. I hate that show. Wait, what? Uh, no, it's not true. I want to support everybody. What's the premise of the show? Uh, it's eight guys. They're performing shirtless. They're really good. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jesse Warren on it? <laughs> Is he really? Is he really on the show? Sand, who's, who came up with the premise of the show? Is it you or, you or Ken? And what inspired you for that, man? Like, uh... <laughs> what was like? You know, you know what? If Sanj wants to objectify men, I'm all for it. I uh, think that I he mean, should objectify as many men as he wants. I'm I'm down for that too. I'm just butthurt that he didn't put me on it. That's all. <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? Like I'd put you on a show called Humorous Hindus or something. Take <laughs> I don't off know. Your you shirt. <laughs> you're not you're not Hindu, are you? So you don't go to college, right? Like that's that, I, we also don't. I'm trying to avoid all that. What just happened over there? No, uh, what do you um, what do you do? Uh, I work in public relations. That's cool. Let's hear it for public relations. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, well, give it up. Give it. Yeah. Subtle cues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, how can we never, Pam? There's so many like lights, and there's a whole studio. How can we never just got a light? Why is it like? I, I always felt like it's like, burr, 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 fuck out, get off the stage. Like, why? Ah, that's fun. That's good. That's good. Uh, did you actually just wander in here? Like, are you? You, you said you're a comedian, right? No. So you actually just wandered out. You uh, were walking on the street, and you just how'd you find out about Mutiny Radio? Oh, I was on the. I saw the Facebook. And it works. Oh yeah! Oh my God. I was trying to get off to that applause, but that didn't work. All right, well, hey, guys, thanks so much. Ian Kong! He's hunky, but he'll never take his shirt off. Oh, that's so weird. Uh, hey, we have one last comedian who was the brains behind the hunky show. Uh, which I assume is at Brainwash, which is totally rad, and we 
absolutely support other rooms. And I know that like FCC radio is like, we don't like, I'm like, hey, listen to FCC radio shows. Listen to Radio Valencia. I don't give a fuck. There is enough great entertainment out there that we only need 30 people here. And they're going to be the coolest people, obviously. So you can go do whatever you want at what all these places because we live in a big city. Your next comedian understands this uh, better than anybody because he is also a producer. Uh, and sometimes he writes things like Broad City and gets great, <laughs> gets people to sit on the ground because they think people famous are coming. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, look. That's how you use Craigslist. Put your hands together, everybody, for the genius, Sanj Noah! The way you catch my stare. What's up, guys? <laughs> how you guys doing? Uh... All right, so I'm going to clear up the Broad City thing. <laughs> so a lot of people think that people only came out to that show because they thought it was the real Broad City. That's only like half the people who came out <laughs> to the show. Everyone else thought it was real, guys. Everyone else thought it was real. Uh, guys, I was thinking about gun, con- gun control lately. What are you guys' views on gun control? You think we should ban guns or no? What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah? regulate limit I think there's only like I don't know if you guys know hundreds of people get murdered every year by guns hundreds of people and I think the only way to convince like right-wing gun nuts that like guns should be regulated is to convince them that murder is just like really late-term abortion you know just like 22 year old man got killed over the weekend he got shot to death uh Abortion in the 80th trimester, guys. Abortion in the 80th trimester. Uh, I was thinking about some other stuff. Uh, do you guys like rap music? Yeah. Vince Staples. Yeah. Vince Staples. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. We were listening to rap music in the car. And my friend is black. Uh, it matters for the joke. Uh, <laughs> we were talking in the car, and he was like, Sanj. So Vince Staples obviously says the N-word several times in the song, and he was like, Sanj, I feel like when white people are alone, they say the N-word in rap songs. And I was like, dude, if rap songs are the only time white people say the N-word when they're alone, like, MLK would be shedding tears of joy right now, guys. Like, I feel like that (laughs) is progress to the next level. (sighs) What else can I say? Yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, guys, my grandparents don't like buying anything online. I don't know if you guys' as grandparents are like this. They don't trust uh, online sellers. They don't trust Amazon. They want to feel a product in their hands before they purchase it, right? I think that's really funny considering this is the same generation that didn't believe in sex before marriage, you know? Like they want, like they will, ma- all right, okay, fine, fuck you guys. <laughs> I thought that was super funny. I was laughing about it on the way here. I was like, oh my God, this is going to kill so hard at Mutiny Radio when I, t- when I tell it later tonight before my humorous hunk show. Guys, a lot of people ask me, uh, in the past two years, I've not done any Bill Cosby jokes. I've not done el- any Bill Cosby jokes. And people ask me, like, why don't you do Bill Cosby jokes? And I tell, I'll tell you what I tell them. Guys, I only tell Bill Cosby jokes uh, when you're asleep and don't want me to. That's the only time I tell. 
Go Godzilla. It's funny. That that joke. That, that joke always gets like one or two reactions. Like everyone's just like quiet. And then, or just like every like people just fucking stand up, just fucking cheering. Like, yeah, rape. Woo! Yeah. Donald Trump. That's what's funny. Donald Trump? Yeah, I don't dude, I don't know. He said, you know, I'm gonna grab people by their pussy. It's like, dude, what did you expect him to think? Did you did you think he's not gonna try to grab people by their pussy? Like what did you think when you first set eyes on that guy? We were just like, this guy looks like a fucking well-rounded, like, mentally stable <laughs> individual who respects women. This guy looks like he respects women. Like, the first time I saw Donald Trump on TV, I was like, that guy looks like he would try to grab pussy. That's so, what I think you turned your microphone on. Back on? Uh, now it's back on. Awesome, thank uh, you. Uh, pussy again. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill Cosby. No, I'm not gone. I don't have any more jokes on that. Uh, my parents, uh, I live with my parents. I'm 22 years old. I live with my parents, and uh, I, I don't have, uh, I'm not employed, <laughs> so I stay at home. And I feel like it's embarrassing to tell people. I feel like the only thing I can do now is just get a girl pregnant, you know, have a kid. So I could say I'm a stay-at-home dad. I feel like that's less embarrassing. I don't know. This, this joke is embarrassing, to be honest. But you guys have been fantastic. Uh, humorous hunks. Uh, so either go to Pam's at 8 o'clock or come over to Brainwash if you're not doing that. Do one of those two. It's at 8 o'clock. Naked guys if you're into that. But, yeah. Come out, support. Thank you guys so much. Uh, happy birthday, Pam. that you turned your own microphone on off and thus for that you were really killing it and you were saying funny things and I was like but the thing isn't moving anymore like I'm looking at my things and they're not and then I was like oh he turned it off so uh, a quick note for all the comedians on off switches they can really be a killer this has been the happy hour open mic here at mutiny radio FM we had a bunch of comedians tonight it was super super fun I hope you guys stick around because in 15 minutes we have Pam Jess's Comedy Clubhouse. Um, Steve Poggi, amazing uh, road comedian, going to be here also. Chris Knatzer, headliner in his own right. I'm going to do a big, long set with new material, and uh, I'm going to ask people to, you know, Beastie Boys film. Just film something and then put it on the Internet so I can maybe use it to try to get into a festival at some point so I can be popular like everyone else. All right, thanks for being here at uh, Happy Hour. Stick around. It's only five bucks and you get a treat. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> See you guys next week here on Muni Radio. Yay! <laughs>
You are 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or... Mutiny Radio, you know comedy's gonna happen. Yay! Floating go 